It's that time of year. Let's talk a little Aggie recruiting. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college, and when you enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. It's the dead of summer, ladies and gentlemen, and that means one thing and one thing only. We're going to talk a little bit of recruiting with the man that knows all about everything when it comes to this, Brian Smith. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's uh, definitely my time of year. All the official visits, the commitments, the decommitments happens constantly, and uh, we're right in the middle of it. Yeah, before I let Brian tell us about some guys that are coming on visits here soon, I just want to run through this 2024 class right now and see where the Aggies are at. Currently, I have six commits, Jordan Pride, four-star safety, D'Alan Evans, four-star defensive lineman, Ashton Funk, four-star offensive tackle, awesome offensive line name, Brian. I, I said that a couple days ago. <laughs> uh, Anthony Maddox, three-star quarterback, DeBron Gatling, three-star receiver, and Tristan Jernigan, three-star linebacker. The class currently sits at 37th overall and 10th in the SEC. Now, there's been a little bit of smoke I've been seeing different places that D'Alan Evans, who, of course, has been committed to Texas A&M since July 31st of last year, is there's some teams coming in hard after him. Brian, what do you know about that? Well, he's got a visit to Florida that he took, TCU, et cetera. Florida is, at least allegedly, been the one that's supposedly going to flip him. But that was the first week of June. It hasn't happened yet. He's at a point where he's probably not going to take a whole lot of calls from guys like me, but I'm kind of curious because I thought it was going to happen right away. I'd heard all the same rumors that you did. And then Daywin didn't do it. So is he just waiting on something? Is he unsure? Or is he just going to stick with the Aggies? I don't know which direction it is, but there hasn't been anything clear, but uh, so far for the Aggies, that's good. And the further away, that he gets from his Florida visit, the better it is for Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. Yeah, uh, Evans, you know, of course, hasn't been on campus for a while. He Last time he was on campus, we talked about it before we clicked record, was January 28th. But, Brian, you said you feel pretty confident he's going to be back down here soon for a game. So hopefully that will help, you know, the Aggies solidify their spot there with this talented defensive lineman. Well, it's not that far from Longview, Texas, to get down there. It's only a few hours I don't see why he wouldn't come down to at least one game to see the Aggies play. And it's a long way to signing day, too. A lot can happen. And AM's done a tremendous job recruiting defensive linemen for a long time. Even before Jimbo got there, it's kind of one of their big traditions. I think they've still got the edge. I'm not buying the Florida love quite as much as some others. Well, I'm glad to hear it because there's nothing worse. I've always I've always hated it when you have a guy committed forever and ever and ever, and then they just rip your heart out a year into it. So I, I'm hopefully we don't us Aggie fans aren't going to have to deal with that. But the first guy that's uh, not our currently committed, I want to hear your thoughts on, is a Terry Boosie, who was taking an who took an unofficial on June 9th, 
And there's some talented schools around. You know, you got Texas and Oklahoma is in on them. I just number 15 player on 24-7 sports, five-star. Number 50 player on the composite rankings, four-star. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on where would the Aggies are at with him. USC, Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, you name a school, they probably offered. And when you have over 4,500 yards of offense in a single season, uh, for those that don't know, he played quarterback last year, but running the ball, passing the ball, he is a dynamo. Uh, most schools think he's going to be a receiver at the next level, but he could play running back. He could play slot. He could play corner. This is a kid that AM is battling for, and I, I'm not sure when the date will come that he's going to announce, but he's one of those rare kids that can change your program because on any given play, like, like an A-chain, somebody like that, he can score. He has speed. He has moves. you got to put all the work in to get him. And, again, he's in your backyard. This is a kid from East Texas. He's a small-town kid. This is what AM is built on. They should have an edge in this kind of recruitment. I'm curious to see where he goes because AM needs wide receiver help too. So all steam ahead for the Aggies, but it, it's not going to be easy either. He, he's got all the offers he could possibly want. Yeah, when it comes when it comes to the wide receiver room at Texas AM right now, you know, it's a lot of guys who Evan Stewart, he's going to be gone soon. Uh Anaya Smith, he's going to be gone soon. Muhammad going to be gone soon. So it's it's a position that is fine right now, but when we get yeah. to talking about it here in a couple in a couple years down the road, especially when Stewart is reached his third year, because I said yesterday he I'm going to be buying that NFL jersey someday soon, and you know so it's a room that it's going to need some bodies in these upcoming classes for sure. So that's a guy, talented guy. Like I said, he was on campus on the ninth, and hopefully we get him on campus for a few more things, maybe some uh, different visits. But talented player, a guy that could really, you know, change a recruiting class, be the staple guy for the Aggies this season. Um, The next guy I want to hear your thoughts on is another guy who is getting ready to – who, I'm sorry, was on campus the same day as Boosie, uh, which is Dominic McKinley, 6'5", 290-pound defensive lineman. Five-star, number 31 player on 247 Sports, 29 player overall in the composite rankings. He put out a list of his top a million schools, which is how, how they do that do it nowadays, it seems like. But Texas A&M, Ohio State, LSU, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma. Where do the Aggies stand with this guy? Well, he's from the state of Louisiana, which makes it really hard. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Bayou Bengals have a lot to say about where kids from their home state go. So until otherwise proven, I'm picking LSU. That's just the easy thing. But I don't know when he's going to go there for his official. Are they waiting for the season so we can see Death Valley? I'm not sure. A&M is the next logical choice because it's the next closest school out of that group. And A&M has been one of the few schools to pull kids out of the state of Louisiana in the last 10, 15 years. So maybe they can get him. Uh, he's, you know, he's been to campus before. But I still think that LSU is the team to watch because it's the home state team, and they, they've really put an emphasis on keeping kids home in the 24 class at LSU. And they've done, they've done a pretty good job, too. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it is hard to pull when, when, you're a, when you're a player in a state like, a, like a, you're in the backyard of Georgia, you're in the backyard of LSU. We know it's hard for, for schools to pull players like that from their backyard. But like I said, Texas A&M geographically, it's not insane to think that he might be, be a guy who would make the move over to College Station compared to some schools. I mean, who would want to go to Ohio? Goodness, right? No one wants to go to Ohio. But 
you know, a talented player. So hopefully the Aggies can make a push on, on this guy. Um, uh, you know, just on campus on a visit, track the visits. If he's visiting Brian, you always say, if, you know, visits are key. Visits are important. He's taking a visit. So hopefully co the coaching staff keeps pushing hard and pushing and see what happens there. We're going to talk about some more talented players in this class. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs are the most comfortable pants I have ever in the history of the world worn. I have two pairs, and I wear them to do anything in the world. I was just telling Brian I got a big fishing trip coming up to the Florida Keys. And I can tell you one thing. I'm going to be wearing my Bird Dogs because they are comfortable. They make you look good. They make you feel good walking around the beach looking good. Hey. It's a good feeling. I love these pants. Um, great company, great names on the pants. You got to go check those out. They're hilarious. Uh, I just, they, they're durable. You can wear them anywhere. They're going to last you a long time. They're worth the price. Quality clothes. I love wearing them. They're a staple of my look on a day to day basis. I've worn them out on the town with buddies the last like five weeks, and that will not change this weekend. I can promise you that. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. Yeah, you know, like we said, Brian, we're getting to this point in time where the Aggies got to pick up some steam. So before we, we talk about more, some more of these players, um, you know, you were, you were telling me some different stuff before we clicked record about. The Aggies, we talked about the six commits. I've seen some people in the comments concerned, and some people respond and say, hey, we're at the point. Don't don't be concerned yet. And I've talked on the show a time or two about how uh, the December is a big month for the Aggies, and it has been for a long time. And that's, of course, the case with signing day for most anybody. But a lot of commits come for the Aggies over these last handful of years in December. So I've been telling people, I said it just like Aaron Rodgers in that clip, relax. I'm not concerned yet. Brian, would you have any reason to be concerned? Where are you at with this Texas A&M class? It's still fairly early. It's common for the first two to three weeks of the month of June, the top players like the kids that A&M is going after, they take visits. And then at about the 20th of June, they start making college decisions. It happens each year. This is not going to be any different. Uh, just to give you an example, Miami had like nine commitments last year around the 20th of June through about the 10th of July. Why? Because the kids had taken their visits. Now there's time, it's time for them to decide. So if AM doesn't start getting some commitments in the next week to 10 days, that would be different. That would be troubling. But that's going to happen, though. They're going to get some of these kids to commit. And, and also, you're going to miss on a player or two. Then you kind of know who else you got to move on to. That's part of the process as well. AM's not any dummy about this they know the process too they'll have their ducks lined up in a row who they go to if they miss on a kid so it's part of the process and I think the Aggies will be over 10 commits by the middle of July you know of course like we said a lot of these guys were breaking down it's been a lot there's a lot of visits for these guys that's really why I picked the guys we're talking about because they've been on campus within these last couple of days or they're going to be on campus in a couple of days and I think that is you know, a, a big key here is, you know, you always talk about the visits. So the next guy I want to break down here is just a cool name. I mean, what an awesome name. But it is Zena Ume Ozulu. It goes by Zoo, which is like a really cool nickname. Like, I, I'm a big nickname guy, Brian. I've said, I, I joke about this all the time. I love a good nickname, 
It's like how I had to make the comment on a lot on um Funk because that like that's a great offensive line name. Zoo as a kick butt nickname. But I'll shut up. Let me hear what you think about this guy. Pure edge rusher. He's from Dallas Metroplex. He can come off the edge and be your weak side defensive end, which every school needs. Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, you know, LSU. Everybody has recruited this kid. The Aggies have their hat in the ring. I don't have a ton of intel on him, but this is another kid in the next week to 10 days. We should have some clarity, good or bad, for Texas A&M and everybody else. It's somebody that A&M has been in on for a long time, but so is so a whole bunch of other schools. AM's not hurting at, at, at edge rusher. That's that's not exactly their 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 dim, their nemesis. So I need to see them get more offensive guys, but he's a player you still want to get, though. This is how you win championships, is have great defenses and get after the passer. So I can't I can't tell you how much it means to them to consistently get these kids for another reason, too. If you don't get them, you're playing against them. So AM's offense doesn't need any other problems to face them. They, they shoot themselves in the foot as, as much as they can, and it seems like anyway. They, they, need, they need to win these battles on defense and keep their teams in, in the games. So at least until a quarterback develops for Jimbo. You know what? And that's a great point because, I mean, you look at his top nine right here uh, of teams the Aggies are playing this year. LSU, you don't got – Georgia's on here. They're not on the on, – but they're an SEC school. You're playing Miami this year. Texas is coming into the SEC. So you're right. I mean, you miss on a kid like this. Might not look like the end of the world, but then he's a guy that you were high on at high school, and then you see him lining up against your offensive line in, uh, in a couple years. And, I mean, That's you don't exactly love that. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is definitely, you know, something something to think about, which is funny how you never really I've, – I've noticed that a lot with Texas A&M recruiting is it's a lot of Oklahoma and Texas and, and these schools mixed in, which, of course, with those two joining the SEC here soon are going to be teams you're playing yes. a lot more. So you don't want to lose those battles because you're going to be battling them on the field. You want to beat them on recruiting to beat them on the field. There you go. Um, so the next guy I got here is Jalen Hornsby. This is the guy we, we talked a little bit before, and you said, you know, he's he was the most interesting guy I had on the list for you because he's a, he's a New Jersey kid. Um, and frankly, the reason I like him, upcoming visit on the 16th, and I watched his tape, and he is just really Good. I don't, you know, sometimes I, I, I fall in the trap of watching a kid's tape who might not end up becoming an Aggie. Maybe will, maybe won't. But then I've watched the tape and they go somewhere else. And I'm like, dang. But Hornsby's a guy. I watched the tape. Not a crazy high ranked guy. 379th nationally, 247th composite on 24 7 sports. But big receiver, 6'2, 195. New Jersey kid. Penn State's in on him. I know that. And he's got a visit upcoming. What's your thoughts there? This is a situation where you got to hit the home run. I mean, Texas A&M is about as far away physically and in terms of the whole social economic for New Jersey as you can get. So either he wants something different or he is not coming. He should know really fast because Texas A&M is basically an East Texas school. It's kind of by itself. It's totally different than New Jersey. Either he's going to want it or he's not. And your point about him being a really good player is true as well. He needs no introduction. He has Penn State and several other offers. They're the team to beat, though. And they're the, you know, they've always done well in New Jersey and recruiting. It's not like that's going to change. So AM's got to hit the home run here. They got to prove to him that they're going to change their offense and they're going to get ahead of this and finally be an offense that can kind of match what they do on D. But I have no idea how a New Jersey kid's going to take a visit to AM. 
predicting that is almost impossible. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's kind of funny. You talk about with Hornsby, kind of like how we just discussed with Evans. I know Evans is is committed, and Hornsby, of course, is not. But he does have a crystal ball. I don't know how much people out there are into those. I know people are wrong a lot. People are right a lot. But he does have a crystal ball. But to me, it says a lot that he is coming down to Texas to take a visit, to see College Station coming up here in the next couple of days. And um, hopefully that visit is what can sell Texas A&M. You know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, sometimes – and the one thing I hear you talk a lot, Brian, when you go on shows is – the minds of these, you know, 16, 17, eight year old, 18 year old kids, you know, they can, they can change like, like nothing. So a guy like a Hornsby, he's high on Penn state, but then he comes down to college station, Texas. And he's like, okay, this is pretty cool. you know, and things can change. I know I've heard you say that time and time again. So hopefully the Aggies are able to get something done like that with this guy here, but we'll just have to see the next guy we're going to break down here. Well, first, um, but, well, let's, let's do this first. Let's talk a little bit about Miles Davis, okay? Miles Davis, first of all, I have to shout out my uncle here. Big jazz fan. You, you, Miles oh. Davis, you know, you know, okay? My, uh, my uncle Tom, uh, actually, he was, I was just telling you, Brian, who was the one that got me into Texas A&M when I was young, former, um, former Texas A&M staff member. So I, I would have to give him a shout out here for, for he loved Miles Davis. He named a dog Miles, actually, after Miles Davis. So, being that he's a, a he used to you'd be on the the stat. He was I'm sorry, he was alumni at Texas A&M. I thought I'd give him a shout out there. But uh, Miles Davis, safety, six foot one, 185 pounds, class of 2024 kid, like the rest of these guys. Official visits coming up on the 23rd. He's ranked 345th nationally, four star guy. What's your thoughts there? He's supposed to make a decision later this summer. A&M originally wanted him to come in for a game in the fall, but because of the summer decision, they had to move it up. My only concern with him is they're getting the last visit, and he's just going to have fatigue. He's taking a bunch of trips. Uh, good for him, I guess, but he's going to be worn out. Uh, he's from the greater San Antonio area. It's obviously something very close to A&M. They have a great shot, and they're getting the last visit. This really just comes down to gut. Uh, Texas, USC, Oklahoma, you name it, he's got the offers. Great prospect. I have no idea what to expect here because he's got vis- visits from in-state, out-of-state, everything else. A&M's getting the last one, though. I, they're as good a bet as anybody out of the group. So, again, defense is not where I'm worried about A&M. They've done a trench job recruiting defense. I'll give them all the edge in the world there. Um if I had to pick, it would be AM because of the last visit, but it does concern me to a certain degree that it's five in a month. Like, you know, that's a lot. So we'll see. It is a lot of traveling. Goodness gracious. That's, you know, that's that's a lot of places to get around. Um, you know, that's the last guy I have here. But, but, Brian, I couldn't let you go if I didn't ask you this question. And okay. I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this. So this is, I'm throwing, I'm, I'm putting you straight under the bus for this question here. Go for it, man. You write for Miami, of course. The mm-hmm. Hurricanes are on the schedule for the Aggies this season. I yeah. would be remiss to not let me – it's a big game. I've talked about a lot of those over these last couple of weeks. I just want to – give me a two, three-minute your thoughts on that game while you're here. I think it's a great person to hear from. Miami completely revamped their roster with the transfer portal. They're at 15 guys, and they did it mostly with defensive back recruiting offensive and defensive line recruit. They hit their needs. 
And they've got a couple of starters out of the portal, in particular Matt Lee, who I think will be the most important player on their team this next year. He started for three years at UCF. He'll end up being an NFL player as a center. Uh, they've got their quarterback back. who's finally healthy, Tyler Van Dyke. And they've got a handful of freshmen that I think are also going to be impactful, like Reuben Bain. You're going to hear his name on Sundays. At some point, he's a pass rusher. They're going to be one of the more improved teams in the country. The first three games before they play the Aggies, they don't really get much of a tune-up with anybody. So that you're not going to know much until they play Texas A&M. Uh, it's going to be an afternoon game. It's going to be brutally hot. It's mm-hmm. terrible timing for that game. It's 3.30, and both teams are used to it. The only question I have is which team has the better quarterback play that day. I like Miami because I trust Tyler Van Dyke more than what I've seen out of A&M, but that's not a real big leap of faith there. So A&M's defense better travel well if they're going to win that game. Yeah, that's a fun one. I, I, I've i marked that one down. Um, I've broken down Texas A&M's schedule. It's kind of funny into like different – the the importance of the games and sure. i think that miami game is just so so important and I, of course for both teams not just the aggies that's a big game for miami i'm yes. hearing a lot of excitement coming you know from from the hurricanes going into the season so you know that's going to be a fun game and you're right that's going to be hot that is going to be goodness that's going to be hot but both teams are used to it that's a <laughs> yes, good point so that'll be a fun game brian how can everybody check out everything you got going on well, they can find me on Twitter, most importantly, at FBScout underscore Florida. Same handle on uh, Instagram and YouTube. But I am mostly on Twitter, talking football of all kinds, uh, a little basketball here and there, too, at FBScout underscore Florida. Awesome. Well, Brian, I like once again, I really appreciate you coming on with us. We're going to have Brian on a lot more as we get into this point in summer where there's a lot of fun recruiting stuff going on and we're going to learn about a lot of these players the Aggies are going after so Brian once again I really appreciate you coming on today but that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies as always I appreciate you all tuning in and we will see you tomorrow